0: Hello, and welcome to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast, where one of the hosts, although he has a father, considers Stone Cold Steve Austin his main father figure. It is the Never Words podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined, as always, by my brother, Tim. And Tim, how are you? Good, good. Uh, I guess I missed that. Stone Cold is my real dad. Tim, we all know who your real dad is. He delivers the mail six days out of the week to our parents. <laughs> We all have fair skin, lighter hair. You're coming in here with body hair all over you. You get a nice tan, and you have dark hair. Similar to Stone Cold. No we hair, and girl. definitely fair skin. Yeah. Actually, Stone Cold in the WCW is in a tag team called the Hollywood Blondes. Or some elite no, no, wrestling. It was the Hollywood Blondes. No, I know. I just don't know the federation he was in. I don't want to. It was WCW. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I love Stone Cold. And if he ever listens to this podcast, I want him to know that. I drink his beers now. I rewatch old matches. Yes. Yeah. I rewatched the Monday after uh, King of the Ring where he lost to Kane which was unfair. Um, Wait, he lost to Kane. We actually brought this up I think was one of the opens where he the first blood match. Yeah, it's just not fair. Guy was wearing a mask. And a full body suit. He only had one arm free, right? No, then he had the full body suit. Full body suit. And gloves. You couldn't see any part of his body. And the suit was partially red it wasn't fair i bet he was bleeding under that mask i bet that's why they had the rematch the next night didn't stone cold win the belt back the next night yeah i'm really happy for you that that worked out so tim um i guess we'll just start with with the news that tom brady officially retired there was some buzz about it um what was that Saturday? Saturday? Yeah. Then he came out and he was like, no, I haven't made up my mind. But he did. He retired officially today. And uh what do you think the lag was about? He He wanted to announce it. Yeah, but I also think I don't know that Bill Simmons talked about this on his podcast and it was kind of spot on. He predicted when it would happen or he, he kind of said like, I think he's going to retire. And then he, I don't know how he knew this, but he's like, I feel like he's going to do it Tuesday. And it, I don't know like what, I know there's some incentive about being on the roster that apparently he didn't give a shit about. Cause he, all he, all he had to do is wait till Friday. I don't know. I also heard the rumor and I wouldn't doubt it that Schefter broke the news before Brady was able to, and some people were saying he might just be giving an FU to Schefter because of the flake gate. Yeah, but he would have to kind of... He would have had to wait a while to give an FU to Schefter. I think just coming out too immediately day, and days. refuting it. Yeah, but you refuted it, and then you did it. Right. He just hadn't made up his mind yet. You need those 48 hours. Yeah. So right. here we go, Tim. Here's a I I went on profootballreference.com and I just typed in Tom Brady's name. And here's, here's what I got Seven time Super Bowl champion. Uh, we, everyone knows that. Personally, only care about six of them. Three time MVP. Five time Super Bowl MVP. Personally, only care about four of them. Three time All Pro. 15 timeout. Okay. I saw that only three time All Pro. You know, yeah. So he had. Because the Pro Bowl is garbage because fans vote for it. Right. But All Pro is the only thing that matters. I think for a while, there's only first team. There's only 22 guys made it. Or, and then obviously special yeah, team guys. Yeah, but still 20. I, I, well, you. So you think of Peyton Manning. Manning. Like Drew Brees. Yeah. I just, well, and then you just think in his run, he should have had seven. Well, yeah. So that's the thing. Once you get past 2007, when he started slinging it, he didn't play in 08, 09. He kind of came back. But then it seems like he only made the pro, the all pro his MVP years. Yeah, I, I don't know. Which, it just seems, the, it's the QB it's, is always an MVP, so that usually, so it makes sense that Manning had, what, five MVPs? So he oh. probably had five All-Pros, you know? Yeah, it just seemed low when I saw it. Oh, totally. I bet if you looked at who's made the most Pro Bowl or All-Pro teams as a quarterback, you'd be like, this makes absolutely no sense that yeah. this person has more than Tom Brady. All right, go ahead. But at the end of that, anybody who has anything more than Tom Brady is foolish at this point. Yeah. But I mean, those early years, those first three Super Bowls, he wasn't really the MVP when you think of Manning winning like maybe three or four then. Yeah. Um, I will say so I've been watching Manning in the Arena and you yeah. re like you kind of re watch 01 to 04. Yeah. That defense was fucking nasty. Yeah, they were fun to watch. I didn't realize that I guess I didn't as a kid re- Harrison was on the 03 defense. Yeah, broke his arm in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I just always remember him in 04. I I don't remember him in 03 taking over for Malloy. Well, yeah, that was the year that Belichick cut Malloy at the beginning of the season before the first game. Yeah, I just didn't. I, I don't know. I didn't put one and one together. Well, we've pro- discussed your student, your time as a student. The defenses were outrageous. It's actually fun to go back and watch the 03 and 04 games against the Colts. They're on YouTube, the full game. Just go back and watch those two Playoff games when Manning was like unstoppable the year. He threw 49 touchdown passes. He yeah. threw four picks against the Patriots in the I final round. Win. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. That was an awesome day. So, as I was saying, he has 35 playoff wins. That doesn't include the, I think, 14 first, first round buys. He's the all-time leader in passing yards pass TDs, playoff yards, playoff TDs, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl yards, Super Bowl touchdowns. He has 42 career comebacks and 53 game-winning drives. Tim, this guy started playing quarterback for our favorite team. He took over when I was 13, which would make you 10. And here we are today, 33 and 30? Are you 30? Yeah, I'm 30 now. Yeah. That's insane that he's just retiring and we got to watch him and root for him for 20 of those. Yeah, I know it was, we will never see anything like this again. No. And it's kind of our children. We're going to tell our children about Tom Brady and they're just not going to believe it. It's kind of a perfect time to like talk about this because people were making such a big deal about the Chiefs making it to four straight AFC championships. But as of today, they still only have one championship because they lost Sunday. We'll get to that. Brady made it to nine Super Bowls. Right. I know. But That's I'm saying absurd. I'm saying people are trying to like say, oh, if Patrick Mahomes gets his second Super Bowl, it will no. be younger by the than the time Tom Brady had his second. It's so ridiculous what tom brady did when you look at how good aaron Rodgers and patrick mahomes are and the fact that they both only have one yeah i don't i don't think any you can't compare it i mean but i also will say it's the whole system like brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play but he was in the right team to oh, make I, it happen if like, he wasn't on the Patriots but he's better oh, than Mahomes with all this offensive talent and Aaron Rodgers who complains about everything like he's better than both of them probably will be yeah I think there's no doubt he doesn't have six championships if he didn't play for the Patriots and Belichick doesn't have six Super Bowls as the head coach if Brady wasn't his quarterback. That's the, stupid, the stupidest argument to think that they aren't—they didn't benefit each other. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous to think. I mean, it's ridiculous that he went and did it and, with the Bucks and got a seventh. But you can't—you can't even fathom the fact. Like Joe Montana won four, and he was the gold standard, and then Brady won three more and went to. No, Tim, he went to 10 Super Bowls. You said earlier he went to nine. He went to 10. It's 10? Yeah, he lost to the Giants twice and the Eagles. And he won seven. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the Bucks one makes it 10. Right. Yeah, You okay, you were talking about just the Patriots. But, but that's crazy. It is crazy. So you went to 10 Super Bowls in 21 years and... I want to say he went to 13 championship games. Lost no. to the Ravens. 17. Colts, and Broncos, yeah. You might, have won, you might have gone to 14. You might have lost another one. But it's just, oh, it's absurd. I, the, the thing where you were saying, if you add his first round buys into his wins he'd have 40 something wins 48 or 49 yeah and it's just the fact that people compare him to anybody is stupid you how do you compare him to Aaron Rodgers just doesn't make sense yeah no it so people just want to talk about the fact that Rodgers Mahomes I don't know other I guess guys now just like Guys have stronger arm and can make better throws on the run, but what, do, what does that matter so, when you roll to the right and you force passes to Devontae Adams all day and then lose in the division round? Or yeah. I'd rather you dump it over the middle to Welker or Edelman or Troy Brown. Like There was a thing about Tom Brady, just one of the many things about how great he was once. And Ray Lewis was being interviewed, and he said, I knew he was special in the second Super Bowl they won against the Panthers. He said, there was a play designed, and it was third and three on the last drive, and the defense that the Panthers ran was set up to make Brady force a pass past the sticks to try and like pick up the big play and get the first down. And Brady just dumped it to Troy Br- or Kevin Falk for three yards, got the first down, and kept it moving. He was like, "Any other quarterbacks, like, oh, that play is open to like hit the deeper shot, make the big play, get us in field goal range, whatever." And Brady just checked it down, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Which, I mean, will we're gonna talk about the games that happened this weekend? Mahomes should have done that more. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers completed one yeah. pass to a not." to a wide receiver that wasn't Devontae Adams in their loss. He didn't, it was like he didn't try and hit anyone else. It the, stup- the stupidity of some of the plays you see when you're like, how is it that Brady just never made, he threw a pick to lose against the Colts. He, he didn't, he wasn't perfect. He fumbled on that last drive against the Eagles, but more often than not, Ninety yeah, percent of the time he made the right decision. You bring up are like game ending plays he made. Right. Like Aaron Rodgers could have done that in the third quarter. He could have started passing to other people early in the second quarter. Like the play, the fumble against the Eagles and the pick against the Colts, those ended the game. Yeah. So I I don't think that's I don't think it's on the same playing field. I I don't know. I don't think anybody will be Brady. It's crazy that people think Mahomes might get there. No way. You can't because eventually to ten Super Bowls. That's eventually Hill and Kelsey are going to start declining. And and you're already losing to teams. Right. And you and won you a play Super like Bowl. Shit. All right. Brady's we'll get to that. Never... Okay. So, all right. Now, what I want to do, counting down from three to one, we're going to alternate talking about our top three Brady moments. They can right. be broad, yes. they don't have to be just like one play or one specific thing
1: because okay. I'm mine,
0: mine are more broad. So, what is your number three favorite Brady moment? Not counting down, so three, two, one. Like your third, your second favorite, then your favorite. So there was a play. I don't remember who it was against. Think a TRL. Brady snuck it. It was 2019. QB sneak. He gets up. He punched the defensive lineman. Yeah, well, I can't believe. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he punched him. He got up. He was pissed. Something happened in the bottom of the scrum, and he punched him. And I loved it. Okay. Did not expect that. Um, My number three, more broad, I said the entire 2007 season. That season, until the Super Bowl, was legit. How bad are they going to beat him, and how many touchdowns is he going to throw? 50 touchdowns, 8 picks. 23 touchdowns to Moss. It was the most fun I've ever had watching football. All right. So I have the 07 season as my next one. As your number two? Yeah. Okay. So my number two was the fuck you MVP season after Gate. Mm. Just, mm. oh, okay. Whether I had general knowledge of possibly deflating the balls Fine, let the NFL take care of the balls. MVP, Super Bowl. Also, outrageous that that's a thing. No, it is, it's It's not even worth talking we about. We went to see Garth Brooks the night that they had their uh, press conference. You remember that? I remember Garth Brooks. When we went to Garth Brooks, Brady and Belichick had their press conference. Oh, the like ideal gas law one and then Brady yeah. with the Yeah. It's just stupid because how big of a deal that was made of it is dumb and that people think it's like the thing what is who's so, the throwing nerf balls. The thing is is as great as the Patriots have been at everything the last twenty two years. The one thing that they weren't good at was hiding the fact that they might have skirted around the rules. Other teams do it. They just hide it better. Aaron Rodgers, the same goddamn year that the gate happened, Troy Aikman said on television, I was talking to Aaron Rodgers, and he likes a ball that's really inflated, and he tries as much as he can to even maybe push it past what's legal. He just said that. They talked about it in the production meeting, but he didn't get caught. And it's like, ah, yeah, he said he tries. You know? It's, I don't. I just so, don't get it. I said this like, on the um, David Ortiz podcast with Jack, because that whole stupid Mitchell report thing about Ortiz, like, he never failed the test, but his name showed up on that. When, I just read the book on the Patriots dynasty by Seth Wickersham. And I'd like to have that. I borrowed it from the library. Um, He, so when Belichick got caught filming the sidelines, they asked Mike Shanahan, hey, so Bill Belichick got caught filming the sidelines. What do you have to say? What do you think of that? Shanahan, whoever asked him, Shanahan kind of just like chuckled, looked at the guy and said, wow, I wish I had thought of filming the sidelines. Like, that's genius. Why, like, do it until you get caught, basically? Yeah. It's, it, it's just, anyways, deflate gate is bullshit. All right. What's your number one I, moment? I have a feeling we both have the same. Really? Yeah. It's got to be the 01 Super Bowl, right? Oh, no. Mine's different. Here's okay. the 01 Super Bowl, like the, the John Madden they should play for overtime. Yeah, I mean, great and awesome, and I loved it. And I couldn't. I think I was thir- I was thirteen, and I was like, I don't. This is incredible. I don't know how to react because I've never seen my favorite team win a championship. I was just kind of in shock. I remember specifically Ooh. Adam Vinatieri's field goal going through the uprights, and I just finished eating a bunch of pizza pockets. Yeah, and Mom, I was I had a bunch of pizza pockets, and I. <laughs> Saw so the field goal go through the uprights, and I turned around to like throw my plate away, walk into the kitchen, and then when I came, when I turned back around, everyone was on the field. I was like, and I still think this, there should be two seconds left, but they just let the clock run out, and the Patriots celebrated. One. But yeah, that I mean that was awesome. I, yeah, I don't. When you said this in the letter before the podcast. I didn't know what else to write. But that drive is incredible. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it was, he wasn't relied upon to like pass much at all. And then they were like, go in the Super Bowl and he did it. Yeah. But Tim, my number one Super Bowl 51, 28 to 3. I have it written down as a close fourth place. I don't care what anyone says, and you can throw stats at me, you can throw anything you want. No one has ever played a better half than Tom Brady in the second half of that Super Bowl. It was out of control. I rewatched it the next day on DVR. I was like, the last. They needed two two point conversions. The last drive they, they went, both of them. the last drive they went 91 yards. And then they, it just unbelievable. I think I actually had it written down. I don't know what I took out of Yeah, I did you, have it written down. I, I think you need to maybe switch to Seltzer and really consider the fact that you had him on a. A One yard QB sneak over the 28 to three Super Bowl. It just showed Brady in every aspect. He punched a defensive lineman, he was a quarterback. So, what? Him 28 to three. They're down 25 points and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. I'd rather I mean, the guy that punches the defensive lineman. I would rather it's the, quarterback, the same guy: I would rather the quarterback that can come back from 25 points down in the second half of the Super Bowl. But anywho? It's Oh, the one last thing I want to add, ask, and then we'll go on to the next topic here.: Are you so pissed bro that he didn't mention the Patriots in the announcement on Instagram, even though even though 22 months ago he? wrote a big, long thing thanking New England fans after playing here for 20 years? Uh, no. I, I, I have no feelings. I don't sit here as someone that's watched the Patriots my whole life and been able to watch Tom Brady as the quarterback of my favorite team and think, he, desert- he should say thank you to me. Yeah, what I think it's dumb. That's so stupid. And I will say... I put on uh, Zolak and Bertrand today because they stream it on TV. And I wanted to see what people were saying. And people are out of their minds.
1: Oh, they people think are- Tom
0: Brady owes them everything. It's, and, it's, and it's, it's absolutely... Of- it's it's mind-boggling. It's Baldwin. like when you... It's when you- Mine goes into a bottle. It's so stupid. People are so dumb. I can't fathom that. So what's this mean when he goes into the Hall of Fame? He's just going to be like, those two years on the Bucks were awesome. See you guys. Yeah, Yeah, I, I, I just don't. I don't. What do fans want? Just him to say, thanks, New England fans. I'm so lucky I was your quarterback. Guess what? He said it. Look it up. Never worse on Instagram. I posted it. Tom, John Brown too on Twitter. I posted exactly what he said. Yeah. I, I, I also think he's going to sign a one day contract and retire a Patriot. Yeah. But that doesn't even matter. You don't go into the hall of fame with a Jersey. No one's. It's just the one thing I have been like surprised at is how much people on social media, have been like Tom Brady retired and had a picture of him with the Bucks. And I'm like, you're not gonna say Babe Ruth retired and then have a picture of him with the Boston Braves at when he ended his career for one year in his mid-40s. No. You're gonna you're gonna show a picture of him in a Yankee uniform. It's just I know that's the team he played on like 13 days ago, but I don't know. But the real reason behind all Brady's didn't. success, Tim, Josh McDaniels was hired by the Raiders (laughs) to be their offensive court or their head coach. Their head coach. So Tim, this is what I wrote. Josh McDaniels hired by Las Vegas. Stop. Not upset about it. Yeah, I'm not going to lose any sleep. I think when you have someone around long enough like him, when you have Brady, it's a good thing because they can like be like, They've talked about this. They've said like, Hey, remember in 2015, we ran that play against the jets. We're going to do that. They did that shit. Yeah. Which is great, but I don't know. I think he's Josh McDaniels at a point was ahead of the league. And now I think he's a little behind. Yeah. Cause he's too run heavy screens and sweeps is what I wrote. He runs so many screens and so many sweeps. And he's going to a better situation than when he left the first time for yeah. the Broncos. But like, I'm not going to be impressed by Oakland's offense. No, you know what we're going to see a bunch of is Hunter Renfro four yards, four yard drags, or like option routes for Curl. It's he's going to. Treat Renfro, Renfro he, he exactly like Edelman. like a, a knockoff Patriots offense there, though. Renfro would be the Welker-Edelman guy. Derek Carr is not Tom Brady, but Darren Waller's not Gronk. You know, it's no, kind of like yeah. a knockoff Patriots skill set. Right. And that's the offense he's going to... He's going to run the same offense, because that's it. I, I just, mean,
1: for I, his I, sake
0: I, and the Raiders' fans' sake, I hope he just doesn't draft Tim Tebow again. He did draft Tim Tebow. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think that he's going to do anything impressive. No, I, I... it. He'll be there for, like, three or four years, and it will be like, oh, Josh McDaniels is... And then he'll probably just catch on for the rest of his career as a offensive coordinator. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I I kind of like Josh McDaniels. Oh, I got sick of him. I got sick of him when. I got sick of him two years ago, three years ago. But then it seemed like kind of changed his offense a little bit.
1: Yeah, but then then he ran the same
0: shit with Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. So I, what I hope is. I, I don't know if this is a Belichick decision or what, but I hope they bring someone in who is like, Mac Jones is really good when he has four wide receivers, like four guys spread out. I hope. So I want to ask you, what would you think if they brought back Bill O'Brien, who was Mac Jones offensive coordinator at Alabama? hundred percent. You're all in on Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien and Flores. Yeah, the Flores thing's getting a little uh, spicy today. Have you seen he's suing the NFL? Sue oh, yeah. away, Sue away and sit in New England. Well, so... There's great lawyers. I My cousin is a lawyer. So, he yeah, he's suing the NFL because he feels like he was just the Rooney Rule person for the Bill, uh, no, not the Bills, the Giants and the Broncos, it was where you have to interview a minority coach. He's like suing that he was the person that they, but they already had their minds made up with Brian Dayball and whoever the hell the Broncos hired. Which I don't, part of me feels like you shouldn't be able to sue over that. And yeah, I think it was. I the think the other more part of a, is like the best person should get the job, and the fact that I don't even, I can't even name the Bears coach. Yeah, but that should, should have been Flores. I'm hoping it all like falls through and then control that, becomes a defensive specialist, whatever for the Patriots. No, but Maybe. that Bears hire, you look at it and you're like. Did the Colts play awesome defense or no? (laughs) It's just, it's crazy that that person got hired. Yeah, but so Tim, here's my thoughts. I'll be fine if Bill O'Brien gets hired, but I wouldn't mind if they go a different direction. Someone that's like up and coming, young, calls creative offense. I don't care about that if they hire flores for the coach should be right exactly but i think for mac jones i think if they brought someone in that's you know young inventive he can kind of learn he just i don't think he's ever going to be quite like josh allen but if he can make leaps like josh allen did every year every year josh allen's gotten better and if Mac Jones gets better every year and in, like, four years, it's like, holy shit, this guy's really good at this specific stuff. Yeah, I just don't think he'll be able to run. I don't – Who? yeah, I know. I don't think he's going to be, like, that kind of player. But if he's a guy that can get shit done uh, in the pocket, make accurate passes and smart decisions, him, we had 20 years of that. It was dope. Yeah. I think they'll get a – I don't know. I think it's going to be a nobody. I just hope it's not one of Belichick's kids. Yeah. And they, yeah, we'll talk off season afterwards, but yeah. So right now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will talk about the games this past weekend. Okay, Tim, uh, two pretty good games this weekend. I think the AFC game turned out actually to be better. I thought the NFC game would be better, but we'll just uh let's start in KC where the Tim, the, the fucking Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. It's outrageous. What, what a time to be alive. What did I say on the podcast last week? You did said you know? I think the Chiefs are gonna win easy. Not what I said. I said, no, don't want I them said. to hang around. Yeah. Tim, you're right. They they let them hang around, and next thing you know, boom. They're winning. They're winning. So, I mean, you know. What What do, what, what do you think happened at halftime? Well, I was just going to say, Tim. Did they all take mushrooms? Hale at and- two halves. And so this is what... The, it was like completely what I thought was going to happen happened in the, the first three or four drives for KC. I think you texted me. Huh? I think you texted me saying, this is how I saw it coming. Yeah. Or something like that. So, but here's what I kind of noticed. The very... Or the second touchdown of the game was a ridiculous... Touchdown to Travis Kelsey from Mahomes. This escaped two sacks, rolled to his right, hit Kelsey. I started to notice because I rewatched the game today, and the Chiefs were a little cocky. They were a little, it seemed like a little overconfident after those three drives and three touchdowns. And I think when Mahomes did that, pass made that play it gave him a little overconfidence to keep plays alive because then we'll get to it but he did that five times in the game where he like evaded a pass it was like i'm gonna make a play they did not all end in touchdowns no they all ended in sacks it's or three of them did no i think in yeah, the second three, half. three ended in sacks and one was a four-yard gain but first half, they ran the ball. Those ran the ball. Hill and Kelsey, those crosses, unguardable. Absolutely unguardable. And they kept chase to one catch. But they ran effectively. Yeah, I need to I need to buy you one of those have you seen those hats that just say run the damn ball? I I haven't. But I d you're up. Do you actually have that hat? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you said I have it. But I I just don't get it. You're up 21-3 to or 21-10. Mm -hmm. Just run the ball. McKinnon was killing the team. Killing the Bengals. (laughs) The team. Killing the team. I thought I was talking about Washington for a minute. State. They're killing state. But you could have. It was crazy. The the second half of that game was outrageous. So do you think. How much do you think the first or the last drive, the last play changed it? So the chief of the first half. The Chiefs? I, I, yeah, I I don't care about. I mean, that play was terrible, but like, just take I the just, three points. Take the three points. It was a terrible play call, but you still went to the half up 17, 18. Right, I understand that. I'm just saying, if you take those three points and then you get the ball back with all the momentum, you gave them momentum. I know it was and halftime and everything. Everybody shits on that play. I don't. I don't hate that play. Hendrickson, so Trey Hendrickson kept... And Eli Apple, they made a hell of a tackle on Hill. Yeah, so Hendrickson kept it going outside. Hill couldn't get back where, away from, like, Apple. And then it is hard to make open field one-on-one tackles, especially someone who's... But he as, fucking crushed him. It's yeah. a good play. I don't think it's a terrible play call. Oh, I do because you, you just kick the field goal and you've scored well, on every side of the you've fact had. that you're going to kick the field goal. If you're going to run a play and you're going to get Tyreek with, let's call it eight yards around him in a circle of open space. Like I'm comfortable with that. You don't expect Eli Apple to make that tackle that hard. You don't. Yeah, I, I just, but what if they call the defense where that guy is there and then you're fucked and you don't score when you could kick three point, kick the ball, then get the ball on the start of the second half and score I'm again? I'm not disagreeing with the fact that they should have kicked, but a ton of people, everybody we listen to, has said that play call, like they should have called a fade to Kelsey, they should have done this. No, they should have kicked it. Not only should they. So, yes, they should have kicked it. But that actual play where Hill gets the ball wasn't a bad play call. Because you expect Hill to beat Eli Apple. I do think if, see, I disagree with you there. I think if you're going to throw that ball, it has to be in the end zone. But that's the give it to Kelsey in the fade. No, I hate fades. I don't want to fade. You're gonna do it. Do a slant or a cross. They've worked all goddamn day. Yeah, but Tyreek is your best second or third best receiver. You, second best receiver. He's their best receiver. I'm just I'm calling Kelsey a receiver in this. Okay. You expect him to beat that safety. That's my only point. You expect him to beat him. I think, I think. So that's gonna, what Mahomes was thinking. I think you're you know going to wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I might've made a bad point on the podcast. And I think that's the bad point. No, I, I disagree. You don't expect your best wide receiver to beat that safety on a screen pass or touchdown. I no. I, I don't. I don't want to give that. I hate the play call, but I understand. You just said it was a good play call. You're talking in circles. No, I said I disagree with the play call, but I understand that Mahomes was trying to give Hill the ball to beat the safety on that swing route. I I kind of. We're spending too much time on this. Spending too much time. Anyways, second half. Why didn't they give McKinnon the ball more? I don't know. half. and a half. They're dropping Did eight guys. Disappear? They're dropping eight guys rushing three. They're like, please beat us with the run, and you have the lead, so you can tick the time away. And the Chiefs just kept passing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, the, the Bengals, run game
0: was the Bengals defensive line was making plays though. The Bengals like, secondary won the game. I mean, okay, I'm just saying that the defensive line started making plays and that if you if they're just not getting pressure and Patrick Mahomes sitting back there for five seconds, he would have shredded them. I can't believe you're disagreeing with me on line play. I don't think Mahomes had five seconds. Are, am I... Am I talking to like a couch? But I don't. I just said that... it's not. I said they played well because if Mahomes had five seconds, he would have shredded them. Had, yeah. But I feel like Mahomes had more time. I feel like it was, he was running around in the backfield and had plenty of time to throw the ball. But the secondary was just. Tim, you don't have time if you're scrambling around in the backfield. Time is sitting in the pocket, patting the ball, waiting for someone to get open. No. Yes. It, I, yes. I don't, I don't know what the hell is happening here. I, I, is this a joke? Is this some sort of prank? Anyways, Burrow played awesome. Burrow escaped. There were three separate occasions where he was in someone's arms, escaped it, and made a fir- and got a first down, either running it or dumping it off to his running back. Which that one drive, I think he rushed for two first downs in one drive. Mm-hmm. It was out of control. Yeah. Um, and then one last thing we can say about this game is, I mean, I still think overtime should be a full quarter, but since he made a stop. And then won the game. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this in the last podcast? We did. And you said, why doesn't the defense just make a stop? Mm-hmm. And Bills, here, here we are the next week. Bills can bitch all they want, but on the third play of overtime, the Bengals caused a turnover. Yeah. And then they went down and they kicked the field goal. I also... This goes into, like, if it was a full quarter, you change your your strategy. I know he's awesome, but I kind of want to just try for a touchdown. I don't like, on second down, just having the field goal kicker kick it. I know it is the NFL, and they're all good, but, ah, I don't know. I feel like it got to a point where once they got into field goal range, that Chiefs defense was like, fuck it. Like, they it, there was one play where... I think Mixon had his only good run. And the defense looked like they were like, well, what are we going to do? They're in field goal range now. Yeah. Um, and really, uh, my bank account really would have wished Mixon broke that for the whole thing. Uh, I'm sorry for you. Um, and just before we wrap up the uh, early game, I always like to bring up this quote from Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> after they I won beat the Super Bowl. No. Nope. Why say five? Why not go seven rings? Right now, we're just chasing Jordan. So that's what we do. So I'm, go- I'm going over five. I'm saying seven. They had just won one. Um, and if I can expand on that, at the time he said that, Tom Brady had six Super Bowl rings. Why did he say Jordan and not Tom Brady. I don't know. Because he won him in a shorter span of time. He won six and eight instead of six over twenty. Nobody knows when I just, everybody was shitting like they were. Tyreek Hill caught a like a drag and took it for thirty yards, and everybody was ooing and awing over him. And i was, I was like, he. Is fast. That's what he has going for him. That's it. Yeah, that's his move. Not a good wide receiver. I think he's good, but I think he's good because he can get open with his speed. He's not making catches like Jefferson, Adams, Samuel, Cup. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Know what people love about him is he does those. He makes those thirty-yard catches, or he, you know, Mahomes can hit him on a fly route huge touchdown people love them because of fantasy i love that the chiefs lost yeah i do i mean i'm really happy about happy about it too um and maybe it's kind of because like i was nervous they were gonna i don't know be well, the next patriots but it's crazy to think that nobody's ever gonna do what the Patriots did. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Tyreek Kill isn't a good person. Right. I do not like him either. So. I almost okay. tweeted that, but, you know, I was told to censor my tweets. I did not tell you to censor your tweets. It was just a stream of consciousness, of, and it was the most generic things, like Rams moving the ball. Uh, that's, that's all you were you that's all you were writing you Tim, you need to put a little bit of your personality sometimes you're funny you just got to put a little bit of personality in there yeah i was gonna say tyreek's a bad person okay everybody he, he is he broke his little kid's arm can we move on to the next game yeah all right so 49ers at rams i was right you were wrong i'm smart you're dumb I know everything, you know nothing. Wow. And honestly, this game was kind of, it was a little boring until the very end when the Rams started coming back. Yeah. It was zero zero at the end of the first quarter. And I'm like, my main thing is these got offensive geniuses. What's going on Both here? Both of them. Yeah. Well, They're, you know, when two geniuses fight each other, it's, uh, they a can't fight each other out. So I looking at it, I think, ah, the Rams plan was like, Hey, Jimmy G go out there and beat us. I dare you. That was a good plan because he, he crumbled. It'll but be great on late. Like he had a decent game up until, until it really mattered. Yeah. Well, I guess he crumbled great late, um, Oh, he was playing fine the first three, two two and and a half quarters and then, you know, ratchet up that pressure like the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Start missing passes. Uh, so this game really, maybe it was just because it's on the turf and then bright new stadium. I don't know. But it kind of proves you need fast guys to play in the NFL. And I was thinking about the Patriots and I was like, God, they are not as fast as these teams. I think they would look fast on that turf. Who would look fast? What player on the Patriots would look fast? Uh, Bourne? <laughs> I don't know. It just, that's all I, I wrote think down. Of- because of the speed, like the way they look and the way he's played, Odell is an incredible number two yeah yeah i said this last week um i was wrong about him or maybe he's just kind of in the, uh, the like a, the scheme lords where he should be with uh sean mcveigh and sean McVeigh's is like here's what you do here's how you get open run these 12 yard crossers or post routes and we'll hit you that's all he needs but he couldn't run that in new england well, Tim, like, I mean, now, in hindsight, I wish they got him. But at the time, I didn't think he had it anymore. But it does seem like he was playing with a decrepit Eli and a shitty Baker Mayf- Mayfield. So, yeah. I don't think Mayfield's good. No. Never. Mayfield. No, I don't either. Um. All right, Tim, I was watching this game. And I th- I thought of this. Sunday night, but I didn't want to text you, and I didn't want to put it in the rundown because I wanted your live reaction. For the next five years, would you rather have Cooper Cup or Debo Samuel? Debo. Oh, God. I kind of lean Debo, too, but Cup was the best receiver in football this year. I think. Numbers-wise, yes. Yes. No. Hey, and... He is. But when I get Debo, I get the handoffs and all the right trickiness. Yeah, well, Debo. one of the best moments of that game was Cooper Cup caught a touchdown. And then like four plays later, Debo took a screen 50 yards for a touchdown. It was like, these guys are just on a completely different level. Chase is awesome, but I don't think Chase is as good as them yet. I think Cup works a lot on McVeigh's offense. So that might, that's one thing I was wondering. Like, I just said that about Odell, but maybe McVeigh is like, this is the perfect way to utilize you. And if he was somewhere else, they'd probably be having him. But he would fucking kill it on the Patriots. Oh, yeah. He, wide slot receiver kid me they do love that they love that position if you played cross, forget about it um <laughs> i feel like in the second half aaron donald kind of showed that it's sexy to be a quarterback or a wide receiver but or a tight end but he's the best player in the nfl no sacks but the pressure was outrageous I don't think Aaron Donald needs to have sacks for people to be like, well, no. No, no, he ruins no. the game. No, because he ruined their game. Um, yeah, and I think we'll do a quick... Hold on. What? All right, so we're going to... Are we talking about the Super Bowl now? No, no. You didn't let me finish my sentence. Um, I was just saying, I... We're quickly going to talk about it. We'll get more into it like next week or the week before the Super Bowl, but which is next week, I guess. Um, but no, just quickly, I really like Joe Burrow, but who I'm afraid for him with Aaron Donald there. That offensive line is bad. So, but we'll get to that. I just like Aaron Donald is just ridiculous. Um. So why doesn't Sean McVay at all value his timeouts? He just doesn't. Both those challenges are awful. When he challenged that fucking sneak with Matthew Stafford, I was like, this never works. Ever. He challenged that fumble. Oh, when he Ooh. challenged that fumble, I was like, oh, shit. Maybe that really was out. Then they showed the replay, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I I don't know. This is this is Mr. Genius Wunderkind. Not that smart. Um, Belichick put him into a box. Yes. Yeah. So he, so he's not some su- sort of super kid. Uh, I I, I don't yeah, know how you're not you getting that. Call- I don't know how to say it. Uh, but, like, he didn't... Like, he got beat up so bad in that Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, he, he hasn't shown anything since then outside of the fact that they just have... They paid out the ass for players. Oh, they went... Yeah, they was so went all in. So, this is... My question for you, I guess this week. What? Oh, Timmy's burning questions. Yeah. So you have the Saint or the Rams, who pay for all the players, or the Bengals, who have drafted. Which style is better? Because the now they're both kind of playing each other. No, I get that, but the Bengals are better, or that style is better, because Joe Burrow's in his second year, and Jamar Chase is in his first. And what's Joe Mixon, like, only six or seven years in the league? No. Yeah. Uh, it's not even close. If the Rams but lose this, it's the they're It's their two fucked. styles. This no. is the Super Bowl. Two styles playing each other. I get one it. One is drafted successfully, and the other... The other team is paid for everything. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is I think drafting is the better style because if the Rams lose this game, they didn't win the Super Bowl. They have no draft picks. They lose Von Miller and Odell Beckham. They're completely cap strapped. It's so much better to go the route that the Bengals did. It's not easy to get a quarterback like Joe Burrow and a game changer like Jamar Chase, but and T. Higgins last year, it's just now look at this. You have your top two wide receivers are in their first and second year. It's, it's not even close to do it that way if you can, but it's hard because so many people miss on quarterbacks. Yeah, but it's just crazy to think that this is what the Super Bowl is, where they're both playing each other. It's two kind of opposites. In team building. No, I get it. Um I got another question for you. Why wouldn't Shanahan go for it on that fourth and two? If you're Mr. I, if you're another I, one of these Mr. Genius play callers. I don't know. Um, yeah, he it does it just doesn't make any sense. You were on the other side of the fifty, like Legitimately, all you have to do, and I don't care the result, is you give the ball in a snap. You snap it to J- Jimmy G, and then you put the ball as quick as you can in Debo Samuel's hand. If you get it or you don't get it, I don't fine. I'm glad you went for it, but you have to put it in Debo's hands. A punt. They punted. Yeah. It it was, ass And the punt wasn't that decent. No. And then they, on like the second the play, punt they got is a... outside of the ten. Yeah, and you're on your own forty-two. Like that, the punter has to put that within ten yards. And your defense has been your strong point throughout the playoffs so far. Yeah, I that was he he as again McVeigh with the time management, Shanahan with like. He can't get over himself, it seems like, when it comes to fourth quarter leads. It's like, I'm going to, it's working and I'm going to keep doing my shit. Which you would think, like, with that headspace, he would run a play. Like, I can't get over myself. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on him. I'm going to run this end around to Debo, like, something. God damn. Third and seven, yards. he just ran it up the middle with Debo against the Packers, and he got it. I understand they have Aaron Donald there, so throw a screen pass. Uh, throw a fucking slant. Yeah, at least let him try and make the play that puts you in the Super Bowl. And your punt was worth 20 yards. 25 yards. Um, yeah, awful. Just so dumb. Do you think... All right, I do not do you think. Have you seen the clip when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Browns? I forget that coach's name. It was like Mike Petran or whatever it was. Okay. There's this clip of they, the Browns get a good play, and then the head coach looks at Kyle Shanahan and goes, I think we should run it because they just got like first and goal or something. And Shanahan just, like, stares at him, like, are you seriously fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, I know what I'm fucking doing. And then calls, like, a waggle and gets the touchdown. He still has that attitude, when in reality it's like... How... How is Super Bowl 51... How has the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, whatever number that was, 54, I don't know. How did those... Two games where you've blown fourth quarter leads in the biggest game not change your play style play calling style he thinks what he has works oh anyways um but it's just dumb it is dumb that's what that's what I'm trying to get at uh he he won't adjust to anything they could have I, they hit so many plays, like Kittle over the middle. Any number of, they could have brought, they could have run that dumb Trent Williams pull play. Did you see they ran it and then cut it back again? Yeah. Uh, I, come on. I, I, Shanahan lost that game for the Niners. Like, I understand he dropped the pick and the, and, and like Eli Apple dropped that pick, but the offense lost that game. Yeah. And Jimmy G. Eli Apple plays ducks. for the Bengals, but. Um, so my last question before we get out of here was going to be, was that Jimmy G's last game for the Niners? Yes. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, I don't think he... It's weird. I don't think he can win you a Super Bowl, but he's, he's better than Baker Mayfield. Like, if he went to the Browns, it'd be like, hey, they're, they could be frisky. I just don't think he can win. I know, that's the thing you have to, like, think about. You have to sit down and be like, is, is it, all right, well, we could get him, but is that just a divisional round loss or a conference championship loss where he doesn't show up on the last drive? He had the chance to win that game. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm asking these hard-hitting questions. And uh, just he's never won them. No, he and he missed whoever it was in the Super Bowl that would have won the game. Yeah, and he he missed on that same throw in the first quarter of this game. The Kittle. I think it was. Not Debo. Who's the guy, the wide receiver, the Patriots should have got, but they got Sanu instead? Sanders. Yeah. He missed Sanders. All right, Tim. Um, we've been going for a while now, so I guess we'll just talk about the Super Bowl next week. It'll give us something to talk about. All right. All right. So I will, uh, I'll talk to you next week and. Uh, I don't, I, good luck trying to. Oh, you're going to be ice fishing Sunday, so at least you have something to do. It's going to be weird. Nothing to do on Sundays. No, no football. I'm going to be driving home on Sunday. Well, have fun. Don't fall through the ice.